Jess and Corey's dad, Dan, is not exactly the adventurous type. You know what they say, uncluttered kitchen, uncluttered mind. Who says that? I do. And you know what else I say? It's a new day, full of possibilities. Ha! Huh. Time to vacuum. At least that's what they thought until his past caught up with them. Leave now, and no one gets hurt. <laughs> Knife twirling. What are you? Some kind of ninja? No, he's a middle school science teacher. Turns out the mild mannered Dan used to be someone else entirely. Get out of my house! Now, Dan, Jess, and Corey will embark on a thrilling quest to find an ancient treasure and rid themselves of a family curse. From GZM Shows, creators of Six Minutes, comes Discovering Dad, a thrilling new podcast full of mystery and adventure. New episodes every Monday starting June 10th. GZM family and superfan subscribers listen early and ad-free June 3rd. Subscribe now to Discovering Dad wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales, finding dinosaurs and killer whales. Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales, inventing laser shoes and monorails. Okay, alright, this is Jonathan, not Jonaham, not Bebop, doing an impression of me, just Jonathan, trying to take control of this situation. I'm intervening here because I got some very strange emails and voicemails from listeners. I was away on vacation, our whole family was in beautiful Mexico, and I wasn't really looking at my phone or computer and then I got all these emails, and I listened to the latest episode of Bebop Tales, and I have to say, Bebop, what is happening here? Can you explain yourself? Uh, no, Jonathan, I don't even want to talk about it. It ruined my week. I can barely eat a thing. I've just been nibbling on the corners of a piece of paper for days. So, if I'm to understand what's happening here... You put out an episode, right? Yep, and it was brilliant. And you were telling a story about how an imposter tricked you into Messingham's basement, right? Yep. And then there may or may not have been a ghost down there when suddenly... Suddenly, that imposter who sounds nothing like me, by the way interrupted the episode and started talking about how I'm not the real Tiny and I stole his life, but he stole my life and look, I'm adopted and I can't believe it. Okay, here's what I don't understand, Bebop. You recorded the whole episode, wrote it all out, right? Well, I, I didn't write it. You didn't write it? No, Jonathan, I don't write anything down. I improvise. I'm like the first storytellers who walked Podcast Planet reciting stories from memory. Bebop Tales is basically one long, beautiful, odds-defying jazz solo. Alright, well, never mind that for a second. You were improvising this story, and you did the whole thing, you told the whole story, 
And then you thank the listeners. Yeah, and the artists and the joke tellers and everything. I had it all in there. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Because it sort of sounds like you just deepened your voice a little bit and then pretended to be... Deepened my voice. Pretended to be... Please pretended to be... You think that... You think that Jim Moak's voice is deeper than mine? My voice is like the Mariana Trench in terms of depth and complexity. That guy's like morning dew. Well, morning dew sounds kind of nice, actually. Well, then not morning dew. Something shallow, then. Like a birdbath that hasn't been cleaned in weeks. So there's only like a little bit of... Okay, all right. Let's not get hung up on whose voice is deeper than whose. Here's what we're going to do, okay? I'm going to help you produce this week's episode. I don't know at what point this happened, whether this imposter altered the file on the computer as it was uploaded on the server where it goes out to everyone. I I don't know, but I'm here. I'm going to sit with you through the whole recording and editing and uploading, and I'm going to make sure it all goes smoothly. Okay? Thank you, Jonathan. Now, if you listeners remember where we left off before we were so rudely interrupted... I was down in the filthy, slimy basement of Messenger. Hey! I mean Messingham, sorry. Baron Von Messingham. Anyhow, I was down there and heard what sounded like a ghost or two. Okay, let's pick it up in Bebop Tales, Season 4, Episode 3. Wait, Bebop, you're not going to do your impression of me? Well, it's a little weird with you sitting right there. It's okay, I've heard it like a thousand times. Well, it's... It's... I don't like doing it in front of you. Oh, I get it. I get it. It's because I said that deeper voice thing. Now you want to do it in your own voice? It has nothing to do with that. I just like my voice. Okay, here we go. Season 4, Episode 3 of Bebop Tales. Ghost in the Machine. Who's there? What was that? Cried Bebop. Alright, tell me, who's there? But there was only silence. Bebop, now beside himself, swung his light left and right, trying to find the source of the noise. Bebop felt a chill in his circuitry. He looked up, and his light hit a fog. A small, amorphous cloud hovering just above him. It lit up white and blue, and it seemed to swallow up his light. Stay back, yelled Bebop, whatever you are. The moaning continued, and it did seem to be coming from the strange fog above him. One hand on the slimy wall, Bebop picked up his pace, speed walking away from the cloud. But every time he looked up, there it was, following him, like his own personal storm, tracking him through Messingham's lair. Do you work for him? Yelled Bebop. Tell him to come down here and face me then. I'm not afraid of him. I'm a little afraid of you, you weird ghost thing. But I'm not afraid of him. I'm not afraid of him either. A voice sang out from the cloud. You and I are on the same side. Yeah, last time I heard that, I was tricked and tripped into a hole, said Bebop. Me too, sang the voice. 
We are the same. You and me. Aside from the fact that you're a weird cloud and I'm a beautiful robot. Yes, yes. besides that. Bebop thought about it for a moment. He was already trapped. He was already at literal rock bottom. He wasn't going to get out of this on his own. What could be the worst thing that could happen if he trusted this talking cloud? Okay, said Bebop. What is it? What do we do? How do we work together? You only need to invite me in. What do you mean invite you in? We're already in the basement. No. Let me into your shell. Let me take control. Take over for a little time. You don't know the way out. And I cannot get out of my current form. If we join together, we can both both escape. Bebop wasn't so sure, but again, felt like he needed to do something. All right, but not total control. You can move into my arms and legs, but I keep control over everything else. Deal? Deal, said the fog. And immediately, Bebop felt a cold filling his body. His arms and legs began to tingle, and he began to wonder whether this was the right thing to... Oh, hi everyone. True Tiny here, and welcome to 20 Questions with the True Tiny. I know that messenger guy said he could stop me, but come on... He couldn't stop a fly trying to drink an ice-cold, refreshing soda. So, I gave all of you my email address, therealtiny at fincaspian.com, and some of you wrote in with some very interesting questions. Actually, let's get some music in here. First up is a listener, Amelia, who wrote, Dear Tiny, she put tiny in quotation marks I don't really know what that means. Have you ever transformed into a human? The answer is no. I've never transformed into a human, though I have counseled many humans who wish to become like me. What's your favorite type of art? Well, obviously paintings of squirrels. Have you ever become a ghost? I have never become a ghost before, and by the way, what's going on with this story? That's a weird ghost. Is that why you're asking? Alright, next question. Do you eat art books? I will eat an art book now and again if it asks me to. Okay, next one comes from two siblings from Arkeny, Iowa. Or Arkeny, Iowa. Jack, who's eight, would like to know, if you are the real tiny, what is the funniest practical joke you've ever done, and who did you play it on? Well, I think this whole podcast right now is a pretty good practical joke, don't you, Jack? But my favorite all-time practical joke is the one I played on The Alchemist, where I pretended like there was no way he could make a fire-breathing squirrel. And then he got all mad and made one just to prove me wrong. And then the squirrel chased him down the street for like three miles, burning his pants. All right, now Jack's little sister, Emma, who's three, said... Would you like to sing us something? Because the real Bebop is a good singer and makes up funny songs. Also, she would like you to know that she likes bread. Well, Emma, thank you for including a little information about yourself. 
And sure, I can make up a funny song. Funny song, funny song. This is where the funny part happens in the song. Super easy. Alright, Zion from South Korea and Amelia again. They both want to know how old I am. Zion writes, Bebop had trouble saying his age. How old is the real Tiny? Well, I'll say this, Zion and Amelia. I am as old as yesterday and as young as tomorrow. Does that make sense? Probably not. Blake from Plano, Texas has a joke and a question. Here's the joke. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. (laughs) That's pretty good, even though I think you're implying that I'm an imposter, which I don't appreciate, Blake, but the joke is great. All right. He also asks, if you are the real Bebop Robomogo Wanatron, then how many times did you go around the racetrack season three of Bebop Tales Ready Player Bebop? That's easy. (laughs) Times. Oh, sorry, I had a little cough there. I hope you could make out what I said. Alright, now Porter from Marlboro, Vermont writes, You're not the real Bebop. Well, that's not a real question, Porter, so we're even. James, who's 10, wrote, What animal did Bebop ride on when going back to the ground of the opposite dimension? That's easy. A party animal. Alright, and now we have a question that a listener sent in with an audio clip, so let's listen to her question. Hi, my name is Annika. I'm six years old, and I live in Washington, Linwood. And here's my question. And, um, have you ever got a name other than Tiny? That's a great question, Annika. And the answer is, I've had many names, such as Faker, Imposter, Not the Real... I mean, no. Only Tiny. That's my only name. Okay, let's see, Larkin, who's six, and Lyra, who's three, from Texas. They write, if you tell me the real Bebop Tales song, I'll know that you're the real Bebop. Okay, that's easy enough. This is the theme to Bebop Tales, the opening theme to Bebop Tales. This is the music that you hear at the beginning of the show. Easy enough. Okay, let's see, what else do we have here? More questions from Amelia. Amelia, you have a lot of questions. Okay, she asks, what sound does a cowboy make? I'm a cowboy. Bebop is the best in real. Hey, that is not a question, Amelia. You guys need to stop sending me statements about how I'm fake. Alright, let's see what else do we have here. Let's scroll through... Okay, this question comes from Hudson from South Hadley, Massachusetts. If you are the true Bebop, what's your favorite food? Also, who is Bebop's favorite person to prank? Well, Bebop's favorite person to prank is Jonathan. My favorite person to prank is Bebop. And my favorite food is burnt umber Crayola crayons. Okay, Joseph, who's nine from Longmont, Colorado. How many levels of the Messingham dimension are there? Trick question. Nobody knows. Here's a question from Sophie, who's nine, from Troy, Michigan. What color are Jonathan's slippers? I'm not sure what color they are because I'm in another dimension, but if I had to guess the way he acts, the way he sounds, 
I'd say his slippers are probably lime green. And then she asks, were you named by Jonathan or was the imposter named by Jonathan? I was named by Dr. Percolator and the imposter who you call Bebop was named by this podcast listeners during a poll, I believe. Nice try though, Sophie. Okay, this is from Jason, who's 12, from Troy, Michigan. Is Jonathan Messingham or is Messingham someone else? Okay, so I believe Messingham and Jonathan are two different people because Jonathan does not strike me as smart enough to figure out how to visit another dimension. (laughs) We learned that stuff in kindergarten over here. Okay, and now we have a question from Jason and Sophie's dog, Bouncer, who's three, from Troy, Michigan. Woof, woof. Bark, woof. Thank you so much, Bouncer. Woof, woof to you. And to answer your question... Alright, and now we have a question from JR, who's eight. Are you the real Tiny? No. I mean, yes. Yes, definitely yes. And his brother, Everett, who's five, asked... Do not be the real tiny. We love the real, real, real Bebop. See ya. Okay, that is not a question. I specifically said ask me questions. And you know what, Everett? You are not the real Bebop either. So, see ya. Okay, I hope that has convinced all of you that I am the real tiny and Bebop is the imposter. Next week, I hope to just eradicate all of the Jonathan and fake tiny stuff. And we'll just have... An imposter rep I mean a real tiny episode. Sound good? Perfect. See you then. Hi, it's me, Jess. Are you on our newsletter list? No? Then how else will you learn all the insider news on the new season of Six Minutes? If you don't get the newsletter, you must have missed the live show that the Big Fit had up in Boston recently. Don't miss another thing. Sign up for a GZM newsletter now. Go to gzmshows.com slash newsletter to sign up now. That's gzmshows.com slash newsletter. Hi, I'm Ava DeMary, and I play Brinley Pasternak on 6 Minutes. We'll be back with more 6 Minutes soon. In the meantime, binge season 1, 2, and 3, and listen to Remy's Life Interrupted and GZM Rewind so you're ready.